Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the podcast. Now, we have a unique topic for this episode. The question I want to consider, the question I want you to contemplate is how to think like a genius. Can you actually think like a genius? Can anyone actually learn how to think like a genius? Genius level thinking. Hmm. Now, I've been pondering the question about genius thinking. Now, are some people considered to actually be geniuses? Or do people actually attain genius level thinking? In other words, is genius thinking a genetic gift? Or is genius a level of thinking we can achieve? Because if it is something to attain, how do we sustain that level of thinking? So here's what I want us to do, listeners. We're going to dig into these questions and get our minds dirty. Not that way. We're going to get our minds dirty with the challenge and the the stimulation of your gray matter so that, well, at the end of this podcast, you realize that genius may be in your future. So where do we start? Well, Merriam-Webster Dictionary offers some insight. Listen to this. The definitions, plural, of genius. And by the way, you may not have known, but the plural of genius is genii. So the definitions of genius are an attendant spirit of a person or place. A person who influences Another, good or bad, can be accused of being his brother's evil genius. It is a strong leaning or inclination, a peculiar, distinctive, or identifying character or spirit. Here's an example. Consider the genius of our Democratic Republic government. Also, genius is a single, strongly marked capacity or aptitude, extraordinary intellectual power, especially as manifested in creative activity, creative genius. Hmm. And finally, genius is a person endowed with exceptional mental superiority, a person with a very high IQ, intelligence quotient, IQ. So that's Miriam's insight. So let's talk about what that means. It means genius can be three things. Genius can be an influence. Genius can be an idea or genius can be an ability. Now, now we're getting somewhere. 
So let's start with the latter. Let's start with ability. I believe you can attain genius level thinking. Now, the duration of that high level thinking is variable. In other words, genius level is unsustainable. It is not constant. People with higher IQs seem to sustain it longer than most. Even Albert Einstein, considered a genius. Well, he must have done some boneheaded things during his lifetime, too. Which means he doesn't always stay at that level of thinking. Hmm. So that was genius as an ability. Let's talk about genius as an idea because it is fascinating. If we all contribute to the mental ether, the mental environment, this means genius level ideas can be all around us. And here's an example. The energy, the mental energy required to conceptualize the electric light bulb probably did not start in Edison's brain. It is far more likely that something external sparked his brain to conceptualize the incandescent light bulb. So to think like a genius, inputs in the form of ideas must energize our brains. And logically, our founding fathers contributed many thoughts to the idea that became our country. The idea itself was independent of one person's brain and formed by the collective input of many. That was genius as an idea. Now let's talk about genius as an influence. Genius as an influence is the impact our environment has on our thinking. And if you're a fan of the company Apple, you may know this story, but I'm guessing most don't. Steve Wozniak, the Woz. Wozniak's effect on Steve Jobs resulted in the company known as Apple. And while Steve Jobs gets most of the credit, Wozniak was the influence that made Apple products possible. So this thinking means our environment in the form of people can help us reach the level of genius. Don't you love that? You are the average of the 10 people closest to you. Remember that and choose those 10 people wisely. So now we know what it takes to be a genius. It's time to consider how to actually think like a genius. Genius thinkers are always looking to improve themselves and the things around them. They constantly believe in opportunities to make things better. And there's great examples of this in history. Henry Ford was relentless about automobile travel. There's a funny anecdote about Ford. He was interviewed and he told a reporter, he said, if I'd have given the people what they wanted instead of the automobile, they would have asked for faster horses. 
They didn't want an automobile. They wanted more of what they had. Ford was genius. He was relentless. And there's even a present day example. Elon Musk is determined, determined to make electric vehicles for the masses. The innate need is to make something better regardless of what people around them say. That's genius. They have to make things better. They are more interested in ideas than people. And when popular thinking considers something is impossible, well, they figure out a way to do it anyway. Hmm. Next, how to think like a genius. Genius thinkers enjoy thinking and learning. They love to learn. And if you think about this from a holistic standpoint, if you think about this intellectually, most people hate to consume mental calories thinking. Genius thinkers are the opposite. They actually love to process complex ideas for solutions to the problems inside their brain. And I've got a story for you. This is the story of the squirrel-proof bird feeder. It's one of my favorite stories. An engineer is at the hardware store looking for parts to build a birdhouse on the weekend. The store clerk has seen him in the store many times and asks him about his project. The engineer tells the clerk he is making a squirrel-proof bird feeder because the squirrels keep getting his bird feed no matter what he tries. <laughs> the clerk says, well, good luck with that. And the engineer replies, what do you mean? The clerk asks the engineer, how many hours a week do you spend thinking about the bird feeder? The engineer says about, I don't know, six hours. Well, the clerk tells the engineer that the squirrel is spending every waking hour of his life thinking about the bird feeder. So guess what? In this story, the squirrel is thinking like a genius. And there's more. To think like a genius, you must control your emotions. When asked about failing 10,000 times to make a light bulb, Thomas Edison replied, he didn't fail 10,000 times. He learned 10,000 ways not to make a light bulb. So he was able to overcome the emotion of repeated failure until he achieved genius level thinking. So here's the things about him. Here's the thing about emotions. Emotions distract deep level thinking and cloud the mind with inputs that mitigate higher forms of concentration. Imagine, just imagine trying to solve a complicated calculus problem while you are angry. And you get the point. How to think like a genius. Well, geniuses love 
to learn. They are lifelong learners. And get this, they are more passionate about what they do not know than proud of what they do know. Let me say that again. Geniuses are more passionate about what they do not know than proud of what they do know. So constantly adding knowledge becomes a way of life on the path toward discovery. And genius thinkers can connect what might be called disparate information. In other words, information that is not connected in a way that others simply cannot. Think about Steve Jobs again. He saw the mobile phone in his mind as the central hub in our lives before most of us. The smartphone with applications combines our love for photography, music, social media, with an almost endless supply of apps to do things like translate language, order our food, and listen to books. Oh, and it also makes phone calls. That, my friends, is genius. And the most notable characteristic of genius thinkers is the ability to change orthodoxy. And you say, John, that's a fancy word. What does orthodoxy mean? Well, orthodoxy is a belief or way of thinking accepted as true or correct. Well, genius thinkers are able to change their orthodoxy. Because if your brain is locked, new ideas cannot penetrate your thinking. The open mind of the genius requires consideration and reconsideration. And this open mind, this open mind gives them new and often strange perspectives on the same reality. I mean, genius level thinkers look at the birds above and believe man can do the same thing. Genius level thinkers believe man can live happily on Mars. Crazy or genius? You be the judge. Finally, the most effective way to think like a genius is most simple. To feel like a genius, join a mastermind group. And you say, where did that come from, mastermind? Well, the term mastermind is coined by Napoleon Hill. He is the author of Think and Grow Rich. And Napoleon Hill defined the mastermind as a coordination of knowledge and effort in a spirit of harmony between two or more people for the attainment of a definite purpose. Let me read that again. He defined mastermind as the coordination of knowledge and effort in a spirit of harmony between two or more people for the attainment of a definite purpose. That's genius. And in his research, Hill had surveyed hundreds of the most successful people in the world. Hill's many conversations with Andrew Carnegie inspired the mastermind concept. And here's why. Listen to what Carnegie said. Carnegie attributed his entire fortune, 
and success to his mastermind group. Genius. And according to GrowThink, a mastermind group of writers and poets, these are contemporary examples. Think about these examples. A mastermind group of writers and poets included C.S. Lewis, J.R. Tolkien, Charles Williams, and Owen Barfield. What did they do? Two classic works of literature emerged from this group. And you probably know them. And you certainly know them if you have kids. That mastermind group spawned the Chronicles of Narnia and the Lord of the Rings. And here's another example. President Theodore Roosevelt started a mastermind group during his presidency. You see, Roosevelt was only 42 years old when he became president, the youngest age ever for an American president. And he needed help working with the many other politicians who were much older than he and turned to his mastermind group for support and help. Mastermind. And another historical mastermind group was called the Vagabonds. And listen to these names. Wouldn't it be amazing to be in this mastermind group? The Vagabonds included Henry Ford, Thomas Edison, President Warren G. Harding, and Harvey Firestone, founder of Firestone Tire and Rubber Company. Amazing. So these people, these examples of mastermind groups are considered geniuses to many people. And if they're not considered geniuses to some, they're most certainly considered historical heroes to others. So the question for consideration is whether we would even know these names today had it not been for the mastermind groups. So here's the nutshell. I believe we can all attain some level of genius when we aspire to think better. And I'm going to leave you with one more thought before I close. My 17-year-old business, well, it completely evaporated in March of 2020 amid the beginning of the pandemic. My once busy schedule, well, it evaporated before my eyes. And with my mastermind group at my side, I have pivoted my business. I have seen things I could not see before. I have changed and I am executing a strategy that I never believed, really I was never even aware of. And my business has become stronger and more successful as a result. Directly result of my mastermind group. Is that genius? I will allow you to be the judge. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, I want you to subscribe. I want you to share it everywhere. Let's help other people attain the level of genius thinking. I'm certainly not considering myself a genius, but I do think that with my mastermind group, with my uh, just passion about learning, 
that it is something that we can all attain from time to time. In other words, I think average people, crazy people, can attain the level of genius thinking from time to time. And the more we do it, I believe the longer we are able to sustain it. This podcast is for people crazy enough to believe that they can think like a genius. This podcast is for people crazy enough to believe that impossible things become possible once they are done. This podcast is for people crazy enough to win. Until next time.